T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. a slow sports Wednesday that all of you were in bed by 9 o'clock last night. You got like 85 hours of sleep. It was all good. Just an uneventful Wednesday here in the nation's capital. No, anything but that. What a wacky Wednesday we had yesterday. So much news, so much happening, and of course we kept you informed right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Matt Essig is on the other side of the glass. Be courteous to him when you call in this morning at 301-230-0980. Of course, download the Odyssey app right now so you can take us with you no matter where you go. I'll be going to Cincinnati on Friday. I will be able to listen to the station because I have the Odyssey app. I would recommend it for you as well. Russell's there. I'm here. Boy, that was a pretty eventful Wednesday yesterday, wasn't it? Wait, what day is today? Oh, today's Thursday. Oh, uh, it feels like Wednesday hasn't ended. Uh, yeah, it was c- pretty crazy. Uh, you know, some days you walk in and you're like, okay, what can we talk about that's going to lather people up, right? And and we were in the middle of a conversation, I think, about Chase Young and his usage and what to expect and, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, just regular football talk, you know, something we don't get to do enough of around here. And then, the whole world changed at about 10. Like, I could, when I saw it pop up on Twitter, you know, the first thing that you do nowadays, especially, you know, with what's maybe about to come with Twitter and, you know, the whole blue check mark thing or whatever, is like, you, you see something and you're like, wait, 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 what? Like, then you read it again and then you're like, okay. Then you're like, okay, where's fake at? F O or F O R B B B E S, and I'm like, okay, Chris, I know you. you I, I was I, I was so excited like to get the news out, right? And you were in the middle of a point, and I and I kept like, like, I I was so like, oh my god, am I reading what I'm I'm thinking? <laughs> And it turned out, obviously, that it was indeed true, and you correctly pointed out that we would be hearing from a a statement from the team very soon, only this a statement that is sort of, well, very different, quite honestly, than what we, I guess, normally get. And then, 
you know, when you get through the initial euphoria of yesterday and what it might mean and what it might lead to and is it going to be nirvana? Are we finally getting the team back? Are we finally moving forward in a non-Dan Snyder world? Uh, when we finally have all that happen, right, you think, oh, there's nothing else they can throw on. To, I guess we'll just have to wait, right? We'll just have to speculate. Maybe we'll have something by Christmas. Who knows? Maybe we'll have something to celebrate the new year. Then you get another new layer thrown onto the mix at about 6 o'clock last night. It's just incredible, Pete. Um, you know, I, I still think yesterday was a wonderful, wonderful watershed day. Uh, I think anybody that is looking at the – I mean, it's okay to be cautious. I think anybody that's looking at this as a bad thing, um, I, I don't quite get that. I think anybody that is really, really, really like wait and see, let's let let's hold on, let's let's not get too excited. I think you can allow yourself to get a little rosy and a little optimistic here. I think this is heading in the direction that many of us want it to head in, if not all of us. I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know to who, but I initially thought this was a call out for cash. This might just be the real deal. Uh, this might be the full banana. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, when you look at all of the resources Dan has pumped into the franchise, when you look at all of the money he has spent defending himself and also pursuing litigation versus others through the years, I think we all anticipated, as I you know, said, we'll likely see a statement very soon uh, saying, you know, we're not selling. We are in, we are continuing our quest to turn the organization around and uh, be the gold standard of the league. That's, that's exactly what I think most of us were expecting. Well, that is, that was part of their statement. It was indeed part of the statement. It's just the other part was, yes. was not exactly yes. what either you or I were expecting. And, and, you know, look again, as I said, as human beings, okay. And I know some of you, because of their treatment of other human beings, refuse to look at Dan and Tanya as, as human beings and their family. But after a while, dude, I think you just become, you know, so I, I think even as, I don't want to say as Teflon as Dan has been through the years, but Dan stays out of the limelight. He's mm -hmm. the anti-Jerry. We don't talk to him. You don't see him outside of in the booth. Um, you know, in his box on Sundays at games. It's the only time you ever see Dan yeah. Snyder. And I think even at some point when it, as I said, the ch the name of the book at some point, maybe, hell, maybe I ought to write it. I don't know. Chasing Dan Snyder. But as Dan continues to run from people, you know, because he doesn't want to be in the limelight, doesn't want to be out there talking to other people, doesn't want to be, you know, Jerry Jones out there talking to the media every week. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm excited about the quarterback play this past week. Taylor Heineke was fantastic. Thank you. Um, you know, I mean, at some point, you, you're, as a human being, you just go, it's, it, wait a minute. I can get 6 to $7 billion, pay my taxes, pay my bills off, whoever I owe, the league, whatever, you know, for fronting me money, whatever. I'm still going to walk away with a nice piece of change. Okay. And and me and my would, me and my think. me and my attractive wife go hang out on our boat wherever we want to go, buy houses wherever we want to buy, and you know we enjoy retirement together. I mean, he's going to have enough money. You know, Jerry, who's playing football at Appalachian State, is going to have enough money. I know they got a daughter as well. I believe you know they're all going to have enough money to live life and and do whatever they want when all of this is said and done. And you know, I, I know, I, I, again, God bless Keith Horton. He, oh, this has got to be the every, oh my. I mean, people that get off on us just say, Dan Snyder's a bad guy. They go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Tell him, Chris, tell him, Pete, yeah. You know, at some point, at some point, too, I mean, you know, you got to let Dan and Tanya be human and, and walk away from this. It may not necessarily be with a ton of dignity. Well, that's for sure. We know that. But at some point, they're human, too. And I think, I think, Dan, I don't want to say Dan's waving the white flag. But he certainly appears to be looking at this and saying, you know what? It's just not worth taking this types this type of abuse anymore. 
I'm going to walk away from all of this and, and let this be somebody else's mess to clean up now. Right. And, you know, I don't know what exactly the process is from here, but, um, again, if if he's just looking for an investor to help him build a stadium to stave off elimination, what Dan doesn't realize, what the ESPN article pointed out two weeks ago when he said, you know, like, basically, that's my, you know, my golden ticket. Like, I I can avoid all. Yes, a new stadium would help him fend off a lot of vultures. Would not help him fend off all the vultures. Right. It would not let. I mean, it's like when it, unfortunately, when a deer becomes roadkill, right? Like, (laughs) you know, you have the birds and whatever, and you have, and and maybe, like, a car comes by and 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 it scatters off oh. you know the the birds of prey right yes. um and <laughs> but then the next group comes back i know right and and the they're next big group, birds yeah and the next group comes back right and so so that's the thing dan might think oh if i could just get a quarterback which you don't have one oh if i could just get a stadium if i could just get the capital if i could get 200 uh, well, not two hundred million. If I could get, um, you know, one billion dollars in cash and 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 build a new stadium, and I don't need Maryland, I have the property, and I don't need DC, and I don't need Virginia, and so on and so forth, I, I'll be fine. That's, I think that was Dan's mentality until maybe, just maybe, if you think about just since the morning of the Chicago Bears game. The massive ESPN report, which was what preceded two days before. Actually, I'm sorry, the week of the the Bears game. Jim Irsay's comments on the Tuesday at the NFL League meetings. The Bears morning, we got the ESPN report. Mm -hmm. Jim Irsay has not quieted down since then. And then on top of that, since then, we've had Tanya Bood. Uh, on state uh, on on the videotron at a breast cancer awareness game, something that she did drive the vehicle for. She has done a very good job with. I don't know. Alan Lapore pointed this out, who's part of our staff here at Odyssey, uh, and our pal. He pointed this out yesterday, uh, and he was here trying to bury Horowitz himself right before the show. Uh, which I do all the time, so I'm, I say that in in in, in loving jest. Um, but and there are others that that have said that was the final straw. See, when Dan sees his wife, who he looks at, you know, remember he's got the the yacht named after her. You know, I mean, she is, a, you know, attractive woman, like you said. You know, uh, she's the. I'm sure the beacon of the family held the family together. And done a hell of a job with Washington football charities. I mean, right, right, right. No doubt about it. But but he put her as the co-CEO because he thought that was his way. That was his way of taking the, the, the pressure off of him and putting the focus on her. Oh, they won't hate her. Oh, they won't mind her. Oh, they'll fall in love with her like I did. That's what I believe they did. That's what I believe. And when they saw him get or she get booed at a not just because she was on the screen at a breast cancer awareness game. OK, something so near that may have turned that may have turned the tide like it may have been the proverbial icing on the cake. Now, not just that one incident. I'm talking about the totality of everything. The Ursay stuff, the ESPN stuff. The uh, pending legal doom, booing the wife, um, everything that is going like if Dan isn't listening to the station that he formerly owned or 1067 or reading the Washington Post or reading Twitter. Like if he's not doing that, if he's that insulated, then, you know, people around him are doing that. And somehow getting some information, if not maybe a lot of information, to him. And maybe just the realization that there is absolutely nothing, including what a former player, Will Compton, who I covered, who I love, who was blown up into big, 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 big things on Barstool Sports and all that stuff. Will Compton yesterday said, if Dan Snyder 
and the Commanders win a Super Bowl, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember exactly how he worded it, Dan Snyder would still be, you know, what, 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 or would he, would he be as unpopular as, and the answer for me is yes. Nobody, like it might take the sting and the anger and the venom off, but nobody is going to celebrate Dan and Tanya Snyder ever, ever for winning a Super Bowl. The greatest thing you can accomplish in the sport and for your fan base, nobody, zero people rightfully would give them credit. Nobody. And would celebrate them. And I wonder if it's just one, you know, one shot at the hammer, one shot at the hammer, one shot at the hammer, one shot at the hammer that just weakens you, right? And weakens you at the knees. And then we find out again last night about another new investigation that's related to this where the U.S. Attorney's Office, you know, the feds of the Eastern District of Virginia, the U.S. Attorney's Office, Pete, opening up a criminal investigation into financial improprieties. And I'm just telling you, I've talked to a bunch of people. Uh, You know, there's more stuff that hasn't even come out yet that could come out. And... Anybody that thought this was just going to be one thing, swept under the rug, easy to dismiss, easy to look over, easy to go. No, 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 no. That's not the way it's working. And it's not the way it's going to work. And maybe he just came to the realization, holy crap, I'm never going to. I'm never, ever, ever going to escape the bullets. Well, I mean, and and again, as we talked about, they do like to put out statements and in refuting that particular story that you brought up, um, Gene Medina yeah. uh, provided a statement uh, from Attorney John Brownlee, uh, who represents the commanders, and just to bring, present the whole story, it's not surprising that ESPN is publishing right. more falsehoods based solely on anonymous sources given today's announcement. We are confident that after these agencies have had a chance to review the documents and complete their work, that they will come to the same conclusion as the team's internal review, that these allegations are simply untrue. So They can refute anything sure, they want. Sure. I, I'm sorry. The, you, I'm not speaking for you. You can believe whatever you want. I don't believe a word they say. Well, I mean, as and, I've and said— you, and, look, you know that I, I, and you know that I have a, a long history of, of, of not necessarily trusting the things that they say and, and propagate— I, I don't believe a word John Brownlee says. I don't believe a He's word. He's doing his job. And, uh, John Brownlee absolutely. is doing the job absolutely. that he is being hired right. to do right now. But that that's, doesn't that's, mean you're, that you're telling the truth and that, you, the, and that you're being as fair. As I said, all he's doing is the job that he's being asked to do by the organization. And, again, the, the one thing I've said on all of this is they've still – there's a burden of proof – that none of these people have met publicly yet, at least. But you have to believe that there is enough going on behind the scenes that the walls are closing in yeah. a little bit. Because that would be the only reason for Dan, who has been so adamant about, we're not selling, we're not selling, we're not changing the name, we're not changing the name. And all of a sudden, I mean, it's just all coming, you know, it's all coming to an end. It's all, I mean, it's just all, you know, name change, right. bad branding. And all of a sudden, you know, the world hates me to so, to the point that my team's won three in a row and nobody's still going to be showing up at my park uh, to root on our team against a, a guy that many people feel is one of our arch enemies in Kirk Cousins coming to town this week. Yeah. And there's absolutely 100% no buzz right now. No buzz. There would have been if not for all of this. That's what I'm saying. Though. There's 100% no buzz yeah. now, though. Because of all of this that is going on. Yeah. So much to get into. Wizards had a nice win in Philly last night. We had a World Series no-hitter. Is that not is that not representative of a Dusty Baker no-hitter? Mm. 600 pitchers to mm-hmm. get a no-hitter uh, in a World Series game. Yeah, very Dusty-like. Very Dusty slash Tony La Russa-like. I love it. Love it for Dusty, and I love it for Christian Javier. That dude's fastball was electric last night uh, for the Astros. But coming up... 
Going to talk college football big game Saturday right here on the Team 980. Maryland Terrapins travel to Wisconsin to take on the Badgers. The QB is going to be back in the saddle for the Terps as well. We'll talk with Maryland head coach Mike Loxley coming up next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Big game coming up Saturday right here on the Team 980, your flagship here in D.C. for Maryland Terrapins Athletics. Terps on the road. Wisconsin Badgers been a little bit resurgent now under Jimmy Leonard, who I think is going to get that job at Wisconsin. Done a hell of a job there as a D coordinator and now the interim head coach. And heading up there, of course, your Maryland Terrapins. Pleased to be joined by the head coach of the Terps, Mike Loxley. Coach Pete and Chris here. Appreciate a few minutes this morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How you guys doing? Doing good, Coach. Thanks for joining us. Coach, want to take a global view real quick here. Based on what we have seen, certainly, you know, twice now uh, up at, you know, Michigan this year, do you have to take 60 or 90 seconds just to remind your kids, hey, there's a standard, you know, that we hold our program to, and, you know, these are some of the pitfalls that might happen, and you got to do your best to walk away from these things and uh, just carry on and carry your business uh, in a professional way? Yeah, I mean, you, for us, we you use that as an example. Uh, you know, we're constantly trying to, to show our players uh, when, when people make emotional decisions, and we oftentimes talk mm-hmm. about it's great to have emotion but not good to be emotional and, and not to, to, to kick, a, uh, kick them while they're down with what happened up there at Michigan. Uh, we've got our own issues to deal with. Uh, we, we're one of the teams that are, are most penalized, and those come in to play when you talk about discipline. And so definitely something that we use to, to teach our players the importance of uh, walking away from situations like that because nothing good comes of it. Um, before we get back to the penalty situation, because I wanted to ask you something about that uh, a little bit later on, I wanted to rewind, obviously, on your last game, Coach, uh, in College Park against Northwestern. You, quite honestly, you guys didn't start off very good. You're down 7 nothing, then Hemby ties it up. Then you're down 17-7, but you find a way, even with your backup quarterback, uh, to win a game against, you know, a tough, but maybe a challenge somewhat Northwestern team did, did a win like that and the way it kind of developed coming from behind a couple of times with your backup quarterback, did it tell you anything about your team that maybe you didn't know or just a win? No, I mean, if anybody that's watched our team all year long has seen the resiliency we show, uh, there's been 
not one game I don't think this season where we we kind of felt like the game was at hand early on. Every game has kind of been a dog fight. We were behind against SMU. Uh, we came from behind against Indiana. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Northwestern game you talked about. Um, the thing I like is that we weren't at full strength and, and still found a way to win the game, um, which shows that we've created some depth and also that the backup guys that have come in have come in and have performed at a, a winning level. And, and again, I said this to the team, winning is really hard in the Big Ten. And, and, you know, I don't care what records say, every team in this league has the capability of winning on Saturday and you've got to show up and try to be the best version of yourself. But, you know, whether it's a 20-point win or a one-point win, I'm glad we got out of there with the win. I was going to say, you know, you've been in this game a long time, Coach. Winning is hard. doesn't matter what sport, what you're trying to do in life. Losing is easy. Yeah. Winning is hard. And, um, you know, when I, I want to talk about uh, the guy that really excelled for you there. Um, just when we think Roman has shown us, you know, maybe what he is, he shows you more. As you've seen him develop during the course of this season, uh, what has impressed you about how week by week he continues to show you more and more and seems to be thriving in a role, even as a young player, to lift this team on his shoulders when necessary? I think the big thing with Roman is he has the three characteristics we love in a football player, smart, tough, and reliable. And what you see out of him is what he does in practice uh, Monday through Friday, uh, nobody in our building is surprised by what he's been able to accomplish. And we feel like we've got a couple other guys that if given those opportunities, will have the chance to do the same thing. And, and that's what we need to be to be a complete team. But, you know, Roman's one of those guys that comes to work every day with the right mindset, uh, always working to improve. And he really did show up big for us in the second half of that Northwestern game to help kind of settle our young quarterback down and, and made some big plays for us. Coach, you were talking about the pillars of your program how do you explain reliability to where guys understand really what that means in all facets? It's not just, you know, showing up on Saturdays ready to play the game. It's everything that encompasses, uh, you know, what your program really is all about, is it not? It is, and it starts with just doing the little things. Um, when you're reliable, uh, there's no detail too small, and we always say the, the devil is in the detail of how we do everything because how you do anything is how you do everything and for what we're, what we're trying to build and to get to that championship level uh, uh, program it's going to take every player understanding the identity that they're creating not just for themselves but for our team Mike Loxley with us the Maryland head football coach as they head to uh, Camp Randall Stadium and Madison Wisconsin for the Badgers as Pete mentioned back on the way up under Jim Leonard uh, noon Eastern kickoff right here on the team 980 pregame coverage at 1030 in the morning um coach uh Talia obviously uh missed that last game against Northwestern I know I, there was all sorts of reports he could play uh you guys obviously held him out uh, now it's been a couple of weeks since we've seen him where is he at in terms of practice health uh rhythm timing how tough is that uh for a quarterback midseason along with the bye to just shut it down and then not have those game reps for a couple of weeks yeah, I mean, it's been one week in, in, in terms of the game reps, but he practiced all last week during the bye week, uh, like you talked about earlier. Uh, had a chance to try to play there against Northwestern, and, and we made the decision uh, medically that it's best to give him that extra time necessary to give it a little more uh, opportunity to heal. Um, he came back the bye week. We got three practices in. He, he was there for each one of those practices, and uh, didn't miss a beat, and then he's been here all week, so we expect him to be as close to as 100% as he's been uh, since maybe the, the Indiana game, and um, he's had a good, good week of work so far, and we've got to finish it off today and tomorrow and then head up to Madison. Coach, an interesting opponent from the standpoint, you know Run is the identity and has been for the longest time, going all the way back through Barry Alvarez there uh, with, with Wisconsin. Your run defense has been pretty solid. Uh, at times, but the one thing that has seemingly taken a step forward, uh, you know, with Jim Leonard and, and maybe even, you know, Bobby Ingram uh, releasing, you know, a little more confidence here is Graham Mertz has played better uh, for Wisconsin. Their offense has been a little more lively uh, since the coaching change. What have you seen from Wisconsin and what kind of a threat do you see uh, coming up here on Saturday? Yeah, they definitely play an inspired football under under Coach Leonard, and, and you can tell that they're trying to take on the, his personality, which tends to happen. 
you know, as a defensive guy that's uh, run their defense the last few years, uh, he's one of those high-energy guys, and you're starting to see it in how they play. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, the last three games, Graham Mertz, I think, has like nine touchdowns and one interception. Uh, he's protecting the ball better. Um, but they're still Wisconsin, and they're still going to try to line up and, and establish the run game. They've got the play actions off of it as well as, you know, the deep shot plays, and, and they try to control the, the, the line of scrimmage. And so uh, for us, we got to bring the big boy pads on defense and do a good job of trying to create some knockback. Uh, we got to contain the ball and keep it inside of us and not let it spit out off the end of the table and uh, do a great job of getting a lot of hats to number zero, who's uh, one of the top rushers in the country. You know, w- w- when when you talk about that type of style, and I'm not saying it's exactly the same thing, I mean, Michigan was a similar type style, right? And you guys hung in there, fought, resilient, gave up the one big run, I think, near the end of the half. Do you take something from an, a, a, a recent opponent that's a style maybe similar and apply it here in terms of how you you know, uh, tweak things on defense? Or is it just a totally separate approach and you flush that out and that was four weeks ago and this is a completely different team and a completely different moment? Yeah, you know, what you're talking about is style of play and style of play uh, each and every game in the Big Ten is about, you know, establishing a run and stopping a run. And yeah. and Michigan does it, and just about every team in this league wants to do it. And we've even, you know, started to, to, to find a way to run the ball efficiently. But what we do each week when we game plan is we, we, we pull up what they do well and who are their game plan guys that we've got to take out of the plan. And, you know, it starts with their quarterback, Graham Mertz. Uh, Zero is another one of those guys, you know, on the defensive end. You know, they got Herbig and, and a couple of guys, interior D linemen that are big time players and their safety who's one of the top safeties in the country. And so what you try to do is formulate a plan to to, to not allow those game plan wreckers to wreck your game plan. And, and so each week it's a little different, but when it comes to how we want to play and, you know, yeah, we'd like to take the same style of play with the effort, the energy, uh, 11 hats to the ball, playing sound gap control on defense like we did in the Michigan game, but definitely two different types of uh, teams. You know, Mike, you and Chris alluded to it earlier. I just want to dive into it this way because you're not the only team in the country that's got penalty issues. Um, I had Houston a couple of weeks ago. They were dead last in the country. They're the most penalized team in the country. Nick had 17 in the game at Tennessee that they lost by three, 52-49. When you go back and evaluate penalties, do you sense a difference in, is it pre-snap penalties or is it the penalties of, you know, physical play? Or is it, in your mind, you know, a, a penalty that results as a mental uh, breakdown uh, from players. As you evaluate penalties, what are you seeing with your team and just as a whole in the game right now where we've got some really good programs that seem to have an issue, unfortunately, with penalty numbers during the course of a game? Yeah, it, again, it's it's twofold. For me, the ones that, that I've learned over the years that, that really hurt you and come back to get you, are, are the non-competitive penalties, which you, you alluded to as pre-snap penalties, lining up wrong, um, false starts, offsides, penalties that, that are focused penalties. Mm-hmm. Now, when you have competitive penalties, which we've had a bunch of DPIs, defensive pass interferences, we've had a bunch of holding calls which show up. And we every week I put a graphic up for our team to see where the penalties are coming from, how many are competitive, how many are non-competitive penalties. And then when you start seeing a bunch of the same competitive penalties, that's where as a coach you've got to look at fundamentally what are you teaching. And so the DPI stuff, we've worked really hard the last couple of weeks, especially during this bye week of uh, having our DBs understand the importance of how you want to play the ball, become the receiver. You know, the holding penalties for us really show up uh, as well. And now we've got to do a better job of keeping our feet underneath us and moving with our blocks. And so we evaluate those things. And then if they become really an issue and it's a guy that continues to do it, then you got to put him on the bench and put somebody out there that's going to do it the way he's taught to do it. And, I mean, why are there so many penalties? You know, obviously with replay and all the things that have been added to the game, officials want to get it right and they, and they seem to be throwing more. I can tell you we've turned in a bunch of the penalties that we've received. And when they come back uh, from the office, sometimes they're not penalties. And, and, and so there's a little give and take there. 
You can hear more from uh, Coach Mike Loxley tonight on um, uh, right here on the Team 980 with Talking Terps from 7 uh, to 8 o'clock. Uh, that is, uh, again, a full hour with Coach Mike Loxley. Yeah, I mean, if, if this isn't enough, then you get a full hour uh, tonight. How about that, Coach? Um, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you just to follow up to that. When we last had you on, it was right before the Purdue game, and you told us, you know, where the you know people are picking on Maryland because you know we're still kind of down, and 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 you said something else that made us laugh, you know, about your physical stature, right? Uh, and then you went out and you lost to Purdue and you got screwed in that game. Uh, we all know you got screwed in that game, and I was thinking about you that day, and I felt terrible for you. Um, did you ever get like a? Any sort of satisfactory response to that? I didn't see anything. Maybe I missed it. Uh, and, and and I guess now looking back in the rearview mirror, that was the type of thing that you were talking about uh, back then, if you remember that comment. Yeah, I totally remember it. And, and again, we turn penalties in every week. And I, I alluded that, you know, sometimes we turn them in and they are things that should have been called or things that shouldn't have been called. And, you know, that game's so far behind us, we had other opportunities. And like I told our players, you know, one play doesn't dictate it. Obviously, that was a big play uh, with the, the blocked extra point that came back to haunt us. And, uh, you know, with the guy being off sides, and, of course, it, it should have been called, but it wasn't. Um, but we had plenty of other opportunities. We had three turnovers uh, that we forced, that we didn't come away with points. We missed the field goal. So a lot of other plays could have played a, a major role in helping us uh, win that game. And, you know, some, that's just the luck of the draw sometimes. Coach, I'll let you out on this. Uh, just a, another global view question. You know, you've been doing this a long time. There's a game tomorrow featuring number one versus number three where the two quarterbacks are a combined 49 years old. <laughs> Did you ever think we'd be at a spot where you look around college football right now and we got a dude as old as 25 uh, you know, pulling the trigger for uh, one of the top teams in the country? Um, that's just the way it's going right about now, man. I mean, uh, you know, some kids are, are whether the red shirt year, the COVID year, you'll see a few, much few more seniors and, and COVID year seniors that are a little older than normal. Coach, appreciate the time. Best of luck this week against Wisconsin. And I know the Terps audience looks forward to hearing you, hearing from you tonight at seven with Johnny holiday right here on the team. Nine eighty. appreciate the time today. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you. You got it. Good luck. Coach Mike Loxley joining us here uh, this morning as the Terps get set to travel to Wisconsin. And again, this is, you know, and I, I mean, obviously, I watch Maryland Twitter every Saturday. I watch the ups, I watch the downs, I watch their expectations. The one thing Mike and his staff have done now, they've raised the expectations. The fans at Maryland now expect more. This is one of those games now in that growth process of a program mm-hmm. that. You want to go win on the road and show your fan base that, yes, we're meeting the expectation and the standard that we're preaching to you uh, each and every week. I thought the Purdue game, and again, some calls in that game, but they're good enough they could have won, overcome those things and won that game. So they did bounce back against Northwestern. They did not allow that game um, to really you know, cloud their season a little bit. So this is another one right here. Jimmy Leonard has kind of changed things in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Graham Mertz, Joe and I have talked about this on our It's College Football podcast, available on iTunes. You know, bless you. Um, Graham Mertz looks like a completely different human being at quarterback right now than he has at any time in his Wisconsin career. He was a guy that was there was a lot expected of him. He was not coming close to meeting those expectations. Their offense was horrendous early in the season. Now... He looks like Peyton Manning running around out there making plays uh, for Wisconsin all of a sudden over the last few weeks here, uh, you know, since Jim Leonard took over as the head coach. And uh, as I said, maybe Bobby Ingram, the offensive coordinators, allowed him to kind of, you know, play freely and expand the package a little bit. But that's that this is a different Wisconsin team. And Maryland fans should know this is a different Wisconsin team now. Don't judge them by their overall record. They're a different team since Jim Leonard took over from when Paul Christ was coaching them early in the season and they were really Way struggling. Different. It's right. a, Way this is a different. much more dangerous Wisconsin oh, yeah. team. I mean, they, they spanked Purdue uh, I mean, at, at, right after Purdue had beaten Minnesota, or was it before Purdue had beaten Minnesota on the road and Minnesota at that point was undefeated? And we were just talking I mean, about They have scored yeah. more points, yeah. and they've done it better yeah. uh, here with an offensive package. It's not just oh, giving yeah. it to zero and running down the field. Yep. So. Uh, it's going to be a, a great test for the Terps coming up this weekend. The good thing is your quarterback is back. 
which means you're going to have supreme confidence in what you're able to do there against Wisconsin coming up on Saturday. All the action, of course, right here on the Team 980. All the NFL news. There was other Washington Commanders news yesterday. Plus, we had a big performance in Philly last night, not just by the Astros, but by Chris Tapps, Porzingis, and Bradley Beal. Talk about that and more between now and noon right here with Russell at Medhurst. Chris, as a look at what's trending. Uh, we'll start with Commander's News. This is actually the good kind. Tress Way, NFC, special teams player of the month, the NFL announcing 16 punts inside the 20, tied for fifth most in NFL history in a single month, so says the Commanders. Congratulations to one of the long-running good guys uh, in that locker room. Uh, this uh, good news, bad news, depending on how you look at it. Uh, not good for Dan Snyder. The U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia has opened up a criminal investigation, according to ESPN, into allegations on the Washington Commander's owner and organization that they engaged in financial improprieties. More details on that and what is being accused and what we know and what might possibly be at work. Of course, the big news from yesterday, if you missed it all, we had full day coverage for you right here on the Team 980. Go check it out in the podcast section. Again, the Team980.com, Russell and Medhurst. Uh, we were on with Linnell Willingham for Burgundy and Gold today. Dan Snyder possibly, possibly selling the Washington Commanders. Again, all of that coverage for you available on the site at the Team980.com. As Pete mentioned a couple of times, the Astros with a combined no-hitter uh, one night after giving up five home runs and being blank seven to nothing, the Astros get it done. Series tied two two. Game five tonight. While the Eagles are in Houston playing Thursday night football, whew, it's a Philadelphia Houston kind of night, and that's what's trending. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Don't forget Johnny Holiday, Mike Loxley. You get him a full hour tonight at 7 right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app last night right here on the Team 980. Chris Tapps, Porzingis, 30 points, back-to-back biggins against Philadelphia without Joel Embiid for KP. So good to see that production coming. Bradley Beal shot it better last night, had 29. Kyle Kuzma, 18. Bench was better tonight than they were on Monday. Washington, a winner at Philadelphia last night, 121-111. So... The, again, this team can't shoot the three-point shot. We're, you you must be resigned to that. That's the one weakness here uh, in the club. Maybe Kispert, when he returns, helps that figure uh, a little bit. But you just got to be resigned to the fact that they're going to have to be a great two-point offensive team. Porzingis allows you to do that. Young fellas getting it done around the rim within the 15-foot area uh, as well. Bradley Beal, again, becoming a, a guy. Bradley Beal's you know, special area is the 15-foot area. You know, he's not a guy that's going to thrive out there shooting three-point shots. He's going to be a guy that crushes it in the 15-foot area. And you were getting that last night uh, against Philadelphia. So a good bounce back by Washington against uh, Philly uh, from Monday night's loss to last night's 10-point win. And again, when you only make five three-point shots and you score 121 points, you know, you're percolating near the rim. They shot 57% uh, in the game. But, you know, we're getting more and more... Uh, time here with Porzingis and Beal out there together. 59 points between the two, 77 if you add the trio of Kuzma uh, in there as well. That's going to keep you in a lot of basketball games. And again, the, Chris, to me, the, the biggest thing was just bouncing back against the same lineup Philly had on Monday. No mm-hmm. Embiid again. Uh, and this time you do finish the job last night in Philadelphia. It's just what makes Monday even more disappointing. And I know James Harden's a great, great, great individual player, and they have other pieces too. But without Embiid at home, off of two bad losses in a row or two 
you know, kind of shake, well, very shaky defensive performances. Mm-hmm. I was expecting a lot more on Monday, but they didn't get the defense. And quite honestly, they didn't get the Bradley Beal that they got last no, night. Right. And then last night, they, you know, even though they give up 111 points, Pete, a great first quarter, right? You set the tone right away. You're up by six. You only allow 25 points. You know, you don't let it get away from you the rest of the first half. Now, in the third quarter, they allowed, you know, almost 40 points, whatever. Okay, so then you tighten back up, if you will, and allow almost half of that in the fourth quarter. And you pull away late. What did they go on? An 8-2 run, I want to say, in the final two minutes or whatever it was. Uh, Porzingis, great from the free throw line. Beal, obviously, much, much much better overall. Uh, You know, from the floor, like you you just illustrated, 11 of 17, 29 points, uh, plus six while he was on the floor, five assists. Um, the other thing that you, you also notice is they had, uh, where is it, only seven turnovers. Right. Seven turnovers, right? Uh, again, look, every team is going to have bad nights at the office, right? They had three consecutive bad nights at the office in four nights. Um, You know, you have to try and avoid... <laughs> Three consecutive. It's it's like I equate everything to eating. It, it's it, it's here's where I struggle with my diet. Right, I, I can have a couple of good days. You're allowed to have a bad meal. Don't have three bad meals. Don't have <laughs> two days of bad meals. Don't have a week of bad. You, do you see where I'm I'm coming from? Well, yeah, and everybody that, can right. have a bad night at the office right. and not play well. It, that's understandable. But, but, you can't have three. We talked about it a little bit last week, though, when I told you about the game. When and remember the playing without Delon Wright. Sure. Um, you know, well, the they haven't been the same guard. defensively since Correct. that. And not only that, but remember I t- we were talking about it last week where he and he and Morris playing the one. Had a combined game where no turnovers. Right. Your point guard doesn't turn it over. Right. You're going to get shots. Yep. I mean, it's real simple. And, and Monte again, no turnovers yep. last night. And that's been such a bit. I mean, the point guard or on ball person, whatever position they play, because last year at times, it, a lot well, of times, and, and, and without, Beal. and without to, to, to that point, without right. It's been Beal, and Beal only had one turnover last night. Right, but so. but but in like last year when Beal like Beal was averaging like five or six turnovers a game. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook in his one year here, as electric as he was at times, as great as he was at times, turned the ball over a lot. If you don't waste possessions, if you don't turn the ball over, and especially then ignite fast break, you give yourself a much better shot. Now listen, again, let, let let's be careful to celebrate the win and say, oh, their problems are solved. Again, they were without Joel Embiid, right? Now, I know they won. I know they won on Monday night on the road with without Joel Embiid as well. It's not to say that they're not a good team other than Joel Embiid, but clearly he's one of the top, what, three players, four players but in the gotta game? you got to win. I mean, look, you got you to beat Philly. If you're going to be a legitimate I, contender, I, you got to beat you. Philly when Embiid's not playing. I, absolutely. That, but but that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, but, but just don't think that, oh, all of a sudden everything's solved because you, you know, you won a game on the road without Embiid against a good team. And as bad as Denny was Monday, he was tons better last night. Yeah. Tons. You, know, you know what they need to do? They blocked the, nine shots, by the way, as a team last The night. Nets are coming here tomorrow night. Your mm-hmm. boy Kevin Durant, right? Of course. And old Kyrie Irving. Are, and, are you, hey, are you going to be out there? Maybe Emi Adoka is going to be uh, behind the bench, too. Are you, are you going to be out there with the red carpet welcomping Kyrie Irving to town tomorrow uh, night? Negative. Negative. It's your guy. Uh, I, I mean, I can't stand that. Now, listen, I, I, him and the Nets are, you know, instead of suspending him, they're donating, what, a half a million dollars each? I mean, we could probably do more than that, guys, uh, to, um, you know, anti-defamatory, uh, uh, you know, uh, Anti-Semitic. A- anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. right, exactly. Uh, all of that, he's trying to say, oh, you know, po- listen, uh, everybody, sh- you know, if you're going to boo Kirk Cousins on Sunday when he trots out, when he comes up, Boo the hell out of current Kyrie Irving tomorrow night. Every time he's got the rock, boo the hell out of him. Make him feel you. Don't do anything stupid. Make <laughs> him feel you, Washington, Capital One Arena. Make him feel you. This isn't like LeBron James or, you know, Giannis coming in, somebody that people like. Somebody that people really enjoy. Kevin Durant, don't boo him, even though I'm sure many are frustrated that he never wants to play here, all that stuff. 
fine, whatever. I mean, it's it, it's his choice. Kevin Durant's not a. I mean, he's moody. He's very moody, but he's not a bad guy. Kyrie Irving, not a good person. Not a good person. Boothas, you know what out of him. Um, but anyway, a, no, the only thing a, that, a reasonably good yeah, win. For even the when like when Kevin was in Oklahoma City, I got to see him play once here because my schedule worked out. Um, playing with Golden State, no, I had a game. Every time Kevin plays here, I have a game somewhere out of town. Like I got a game, I got to fly to Cincinnati tomorrow night. I can't see my guy seven anytime he comes to town because I'm always going somewhere else. Well, out that's of town. because you have 170 jobs. Well, I am the play-by-play man of the Navy midshipmen. Well, I know that. It is important for me to be in Cincinnati on I time. I know that, but if you weren't going to be in Cincinnati for Navy football, you'd be doing like a junior high school football game. No, I would have. I would have taken Friday off to. Uh, I would have taken Friday off to go you watch think that so? game. Okay. Yeah, well, not only that, the the high school that I do games for on uh, Friday, they're on the road uh, oh, tomorrow okay. night, so I wouldn't have had to do that game. Okay. I gotta go to watch Kevin play. I just want to go watch Kevin play in person. That's all. Speaking of playing in person, Washington's playing Kirk. Cousins, what will the reception be for him, and what will the reaction be by the fans coming up on Sunday? What will the if you're going to the game? What's the reaction going to be for you? Do you feel a sense of maybe, just maybe, this long nightmare may be over? Let's talk about it. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Touchdown at ten is next, right here on the Team Nine Eighty and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 